Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Reality Podcast. We have a very special episode this week featuring Mr. Shane, an interview with Mr. Shane. Justin's alongside, Brooke's alongside. We ask him a bunch of things, including what happened with the vote with Marie and all that fun stuff that happened this year and some things going back in the day. So without any further ado, let's place that phone call. Hey everybody! Hey, Hi. what's up, Shane? It was it was crazy because I was dying to hear this foot porn story, and you just kept cutting out. And I was like, "Oh, give it I to will, me!" I, listen, I can redo it all. And so you originally called me, and I was in the process. So I have what's called an OnlyFans account, which means if you're a Shaniac, if you're a fan of Shane, <laughs> Shaniac, you subscribe. That's a great term. It's the, it's the cost of a latte a month, mm. and I mean a Starbucks latte with an extra shot, so it's like ten bucks. <laughs> Nothing. That's nothing compared to people who shop every day at Starbucks. It's nothing for to be a Shaniac, yes. So, anyways, but with that, you get all of the best foot porn you'd ever see. You just need to specificize what you want. Like earlier today, I went and bought Jello, and I've been squishing it all day in videos. <laughs> but I also have little costumes. I tell stories. I love foot porn, and I love being a part of it. So. You'll get a lot of that. I write um, sex stories. I'll be releasing those via video. Of course, you know, mostly nude. And then, uh, of course. Uh, what a, so then, you, you know, so there's a lot of stuff. Also, I keep a diary when I'm on the challenge. So I'm releasing pages from the diary, yes. oh, which actually match up two episodes. Nice. Um, so there's lots of ways to enjoy the site than just the foot porn part. But I was recording a video specifically <laughs> for a fantastic person who really loves my feet. And um, thank God I was right at the end when you guys called in because it cut me off. That's perfect timing. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> and if it was getting too hot and heavy over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, let me preface this interview. You probably are going to get one of the best interviews I've ever given <laughs> because earlier today, so today is day night with my boyfriend, which is why you even had a chance to talk to me because usually I work nights. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to this art exhibit, and this art is so cool. It's a special um, venue in DC, and they, it's all based around technology, so it's not like your traditional canvas and oils and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, like, electronic-based. The last time we went, I was super depressed. I was a headshot before I went to it. So today I made a stop. Um, I bought a plastic bottle and was given a gift, and I was trying out the gift on my way home. And it was very strong. <laughs> so, <laughs> the interview, I was like, I probably should just try and sneak this off for a second. So, I just woke up from a nap. I'm feeling chipper. And, right. uh, I mean, ready to spill the tea. Good. Love spill it. it. We're thirsty as fuck, yeah. Jane. <laughs> yes, we are. Brooke is very thirsty. Justin's thirsty. So there is a timeline. So it probably is going to get weird because I'm driving to pick up my man now. So he's going to be in the car for the second half of the interview. But this podcast never doesn't get weird. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So deliver whatever takes you feel like (laughs) need to be delivered in order to get your point across. Well, well, I've had the worst two, three episodes of my life. (laughs) Oh no. I personally am. I'm okay with how I am portrayed via this show. Can't blame editing. We're not allowed to. But oh, let me just really? say, what they show, it's it's obviously a very simplistic version of my character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm usually okay with it. The 
last episode, I really have had a tough time because Marie is so special to me mm. that it, they're making it seem like I'm very cavalier about the friendship. So I would like to talk about that. Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw the most recent episode, but this really pissed me off because they <laughs> fucking always do this to me. I get edited out of challenges left and right. Like they'll mm. show people finishing challenges and then I just don't even get a placing. And usually I'm like third, which is, you know, never number one, but at least I'm at the top <laughs> tier. Yeah. Uh, but if I do bad, like if I do bad, if I do if I'm terrified or I'm crying, like, oh, you get all of that. Right. So last night in the elimination, um, there were equalizers. We weren't allowed to kick. Um, we didn't know what else was, was going on with the equalizer. But if you watch the actual footage that they showed you, I'm at the beginning and then they cut to everyone breaking through walls. And then I'm screaming at a box. Now, there's... Puppets like, why don't you fucking show the fact that I beat everyone? They were literally in the second room, including Nelson. And I had already figured out the maze and got to the box. Like, oh, that yeah. frustrates me. Because it was literally... knew what to do. Like, they were in shock. Because it was over that quickly. We had to refilm everything. So, wow. it was just like... Of course, that they only show me cussing people out, calling them bottom. <laughs> it's so on brand for you, though, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, from watching it, it, it did seem like, I mean, it, it didn't seem like that to me. It seemed like you got there first and you were, and everyone else, you know, didn't. So it didn't come off that way yeah. to me. Well, thank you. I would say the same thing. It looked very much like, oh, he's in the middle and they showed where everybody was at. And I'm like, well, well why don't, they're why done. Why don't people talk about that on Twitter? Because <laughs> like, it's just not as juicy. That's why, you know. That's... Uh, not me being a shady queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which I probably am, honestly. Uh, so it's best if you ask me questions because I'm really good at okay. sponging on thoughts. So you said they have, yeah, so you said they have equalizers. So you're saying that. You and Nelson weren't allowed to kick, oh. but Car and Marie we were, right? We couldn't kick. We could only punch, and the girls could get through the walls any way that they wanted. Oh, interesting. Okay. Is that something that you are able to talk about? Is that something that production gets upset at if you mention? Because that's not something that uh, I... It's, 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 honestly, it's something we're not supposed to mention. Okay. The story, the story can't... You don't edit it out, though, because the story can't be told without it, so... Right. It only makes sense on some of those. Yeah. Because there, there's been times where we've talked about challenges in the past here and we're like, well, that just doesn't seem like it was the whole thought on Polly's first elimination that he had. It looked like he had a double band or something like that. He had a bigger chord. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that was the equalizer. Right. We filmed the equalizer. Mm. So it's weird that they're not in the episode, but I think that they're loosely talked about. So okay. it's not it's not a secret like oh my god Cara went home first you know it's not like one of those things mm -hmm. yeah. right uh, that makes sense. What else was I gonna say? Oh, <laughs> I was gonna just say that elimination though was extremely unfair. Like it was not. It, I mean, it was made for boys. Mm -hmm. Right. So, yeah. yeah. That it was like I did, that was part of the shock. Why when Cara said my name or Marie says my name, that was like part of my shock because. I really did think that they could beat someone else mm -hmm. and it would have been a better game move for but the whole reason why me, Marina and I have a friendship, but we never had a formal alliance, regardless of what she says or not. It was always just a friendship, which mm -hmm. was an unspoken alliance. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the, there were, there were, for, if she were to have taken out 
key pieces in the Lavender Lady Alliance, it would have been a lot easier for me to swing than yeah. right. if she had gone for me. That's all I'm saying. So I, I'm not saying I would or I wouldn't have, but it would have been a smarter gameplay move for her to, because she's just as smart as me, and I think, honestly, not to toot her own horn, but whether she's the smartest <laughs> cast members I know. Uh, so it would have been smarter for her to just look at the social networking of the LLs and how we worked and who was where and what and take out a piece to kind of set me free. You know, mm-hmm. like a free electron. Right. Yeah. So who who do you think sh- they should have chosen? I cannot tell you that because those people <laughs> are also my friends and uh, they would be mad at me uh, if I were to rank them. But Shane, I, we're I, your I, friends yeah. now. Yeah. We're all friends now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Yep, we are. Listen, I am. Listen. Unless we get on the challenge and then we're fucked. <laughs> See, Shane, I, I was actually thinking you were, I thought I thought you were Team Young Buck now, Shane. So. <laughs> no, I would never be. Hunter, okay. First of all, Hunter and I are on shaky ground and so are not. So when, when the whole reason why the Shady Shane, well, first of all, I created the nickname Shady Shane. <laughs> As you yeah. should. Yep. I mean, come on. Have you heard this story? No. No. Or no? No. Let's oh, hear it. When I was in college, oh, so my college roommates made up this nickname, but I told it to cast members. So <laughs> in college, I was in the closet, and so I would get hand- there was a kid I was fucking on the second floor, and I was on the ninth floor, um, and we had a little bit of a gang, and I was I was like the bitch that I can't like I was I've always been like I don't think of myself as an alpha personality, but I guess I'm just mean, but uh, I've always been like I'm a good number two, like a good number one is someone who leads with compassion. And number mm-hmm. two is like the little like like the yeah. toady in the background, like enforcing the rules. <laughs> That's always been my character. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 yeah. So, anyways, I had this group of friends who were a bit of a gang. So we were notorious in our dorm for being troublemakers. La 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 la. But I had this like little queenie boy on the second floor who totally thought he had like put the straight guy into a gay relationship. Yada yada yada. <laughs> so uh, whenever I would get drunk, I would disappear from the gang and go mm. bang it out and then show back up at like two or three in the morning in the dorm room. And they'd be like, oh, my God. So they would they would change my name on all the doors and on the walls from Shane to Shady Shane. Ah. Uh, and that's where I came from. And so I just I told that story on Invasion and the girls, the L, the LLs took it and ran with it. Nice. And, uh, I don't know what um, yeah. So. Young Bucks don't like me, though, because uh, they think that I tried to get Nelson off, but I said at the reunion, the actual goal of um, getting Nelson Nicole to vote for someone was to get rid of Hunter and not Nelson. Mm. So, okay. so ever since then, Hunter and I are on shaky ground. So, yeah, I'm not a welcome Young Buck member. Well. That, made, that, that, that makes me very happy. But I would, always, I would work with them. I would work with them. We're like sororities, the LLs and, you know, we're the sorority and the fraternity. Except you don't have as catchy of a theme song as they do. I'm just really hoping I don't hear you go, Team Young Buck, Team Young Buck. I'm just hoping we don't see that out of you, Shane. Their their rooster call. Uh -uh. We we will never have a rooster call because we're not morons. No, we actually do have. This is so funny. So the the color is lavender, obviously. We actually have a theme song because what happened was on Invasion, we were never allowed to hear music. We were stuck on that beach shelter for almost three weeks. 
Mm. No music, no entertainment. Like, if we couldn't make the sound, we didn't hear it. Wow. Uh, so the very first song we heard in the club was the song Closer, um, which was, like, super popular, like, two years ago. It still plays on the radio. <laughs> so that is our theme song. Like, that is... <laughs> so whenever we, like, get in the... Because when you're on the show and you're filming, if you're being good, when you're traveling... Mm to and from locations you're allowed to listen to the music mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a roll call like everyone will like take a turn and call out a song mm-hmm. and so that's like the song we always play like closer play closer <laughs> and the lavender ladies go screaming yep <laughs> yeah so i've talked a lot your turn <laughs> <laughs> no, no we, 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 we just want to first of all thank you for for coming on we know there's um you know a, a lot of people reached out and asked questions and what we're, what we're yeah, going to do. Yeah, a lot of assholes. No, no, no. <laughs> you guys are nice. Uh, thank you for being cool people, of course. Yeah, no, I don't, you know, that I, that's kind of something I was curious about. Like, when you started doing this, social media wasn't a big thing. So It didn't exist. Right. It didn't exist. So I'm, you know. It literally did not exist. <laughs> Facebook, so what we had was MySpace. Mm-hmm. I remember when Facebook came out, like I'm such an old man. No, but Facebook same. came out when I was in college, and I was one of the first few schools to get it because I went to UNC. Mm-hmm. And when he first released it to the 10 colleges, it was like the upper tier. Not that UNC's upper tier, but obviously we made the list. Yeah. Um, so it was like, oh, we were like, oh, this is so cool. This is, you know, like that was, and that was like my third show. Or it was right around Inferno when that got released. Yeah, it's a totally different environment for then versus now. And it's honestly, it's a shame because the challenge is considered a success and it's like 800,000 viewers. And it's it's actually much more than that because it doesn't include streams and all sorts of other things. But um, at least with traditional cable, we're at 800,000 and that's like a big success. <laughs> well, my show, Road Wolves, it premiered at five million, and then wow. it dipped to three eight during the season, and then it hopped back up in the finale. The real world Las Vegas was at ten million. Like, can you imagine? And we That's were nonstop. It wasn't just a once a week thing. Like, we would air on a Tuesday, and then we would air from Friday until Monday nonstop. Like, I couldn't imagine the amount of followers that I'd have now. Like, I <laughs> laugh when the brother people are like, "Oh my God, you've got twenty thousand followers, bitch." <laughs> If I was fucking famous when I was really famous and hot and young, I'd have millions of followers. So yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Also, it's just stupid to say that to someone. So. <laughs> well, I'm 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 38 uh, years old, and I was at when your when your season came on. Um, there was that that girl Kendall was on your season. Yeah. And I actually, I went to the University of Iowa and that's where she went to school. Oh, yeah. And I had just graduated, but I remember when she came on, obviously I had this like massive crush on her. <laughs> and I was like, I moved, I, I graduated and moved. I knew she worked at the sports column. And so, so we're like, we got to go to the sports column. We got to go. Is this Steven? It's Justin. No, this is Justin. Yeah. He's into male and female torsos. Okay. Okay. I was like, because, he, okay. I was like, we need to clarify who's a faggot and who's not and who's whatever. <laughs> Hot take! Honestly. Hot take! Shane, they're both faggots. Hot take! Hot take! Because I don't want to talk to some of you. Justin, you especially. I hate straight people. Oh, <laughs> come on, Shane. I'm <laughs> joking. Oh, we all hate straight people, Shane. I can agree with you there. So annoying. Yeah, Uh, totally. Oh, that's funny. They're finally learning their places, though. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to be, you know, I I obviously got to have my upper torso conversation with you, but I want to make sure 
if your boyfriend gets in the car, is he going to be jealous if you start talking about other, other dudes? I don't care at all. No, he's totally cool. But we should get in stuff with Cortez. I was very disappointed in you because the people uh -oh. that you listed on your last show were all white. So I can tell that you have a type and it's uh -huh. loser. Oh, uh, they lose. Stop it. The, <laughs> the best torsos are the brown men. Nelson, Corey, even Jose has the best pecs you could yeah. ever see. Like They are gorgeous. Well, Alton did make my final list, so you know. <laughs> He, he made my Mount uh, Rushmore. Alton was a hot one. Yeah. Let me okay. If I were to like, if I were to dial it back <laughs> to um, old school, yeah. This is like this is before. Honestly, if I'm so old that I was on a show before male torsos were a thing that was like printed, <laughs> you know, like maybe you'd see it on a box of underwear, but it wasn't like this idea that men had to be beautiful. Mm -mm, that mm -hmm. didn't exist back then. Uh, but Eric Neese, Mark Long. Mark Long, um, yeah. Eric Neese was yeah, an honorable mention. The grind. Uh, <laughs> yes. You remember Yes from Veronica's Road Rolls? Oh, my. I haven't thought about the oh, name wow. Yes in so long. Uh, he, he was the most beautiful cast member. To, I'm just like, I, I mean, in real life, I couldn't, like, stop looking at him. I remember. I remember being like young, 18 year old, so in awe of these people I had watched on TV growing up, mm -hmm. not thinking I was one of them and being like, I can't believe I'm looking at this person right now. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Let's just say when I saw, when I was Googling to do all my research for my Mount Rushmore, <laughs> there were a number of yeah. ab Shane shots in there and uh, that, that they were popping. Yeah. You know, I'm looking a lot better now than I did then, but I appreciate that. <laughs> I was going to say, you're looking yeah, pretty buff. You are. You I'm are. not going to lie. Justin did a lot of research for his Mount Rushmore. He created a whole PowerPoint a presentation did, yeah. that is going to be released. Can you please, like, can you film it and <laughs> tag me on Twitter or something? Yeah, He's absolutely. Post it, I will. Right? Yeah, I'll post it. Yeah, I'll post it. I'm a visual, I'm a visual person, so you can talk it all you want. I'm like, whatever. Oh, I, I've seen it. It is quite... Yeah. Yes. It is quite the production yeah. that he put together for us. I'm just shocked. It's we can never get him to record an episode of this, but he has time to make a fucking PowerPoint <laughs> of torsos. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and now you understand the mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. It's priorities. You know, Shane. Priorities. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, let me let me do one thing, but let me do one thing before then because this is really bothering me, and I want to dig deeper into just this one subject with Marie. Uh, I want everyone to know that I know it is fucking lame to say that someone has no friends. Yeah, okay. I do not go around using that as an insult in my day to day life, but within the context of the challenge, <laughs> the word friend is often supplanted with the word ally. Either way. And that's what we we mean when we use it in the context of we're yelling at someone on the show, i.e. Johnny Bananas, you have no friends, you have no friends. We're saying that because he has no allies within the show. And that's the context that it's meant. Nobody cares about his fucking friends except <laughs> that reason. There's a reason why we use that word because of the context of the show. Okay, okay. See, I, you can Perfect. tell that I'm high on that one because I really went off. No, I actually, I actually want to ask you really quick. Oh, go ahead. Go. Oh, go. No, is, no, no, is, no, is there a reason? 
that I mean, I know you said that you and Marie have never like it was just an unspoken like friendship alliance. Is there a reason you never solidified an alliance with Marie? Well, because I knew I told her several times that she was not going to replace any of the girls. And she just believed (laughs) in her heart of hearts that it was going to happen. Um, and when I did try and talk to her about it, we would get into huge screaming matches. So we shared a bedroom. So these are conversations we'd have at night. And I finally, like, I gave up on it because um, she just wouldn't listen. Uh, so uh, but we did have that conversation, but I was in alliance with her until we got to that point. Um, you know, and this is what's so funny to me. People always try and make me confirm alliances with them. I don't have to confirm an alliance with someone. I know who I know where I am in everyone's pecking order just by watching. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, I don't worry about it. I don't I don't need I don't care if they lie to me or not lie to me. Cause I'm smart enough to watch human behavior and it's literally like watching a primate house. Well, <laughs> if this person's grooming this person for ten minutes and this person's grooming this person for five minutes, this person has a sort of connection to this person because I studied anthropology in college and we're fucking primates. So that's what I do. Uh, so. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's that. So the reason why we didn't have anything really firmed up is because I knew that the LLs were my be all end all. And I'm not really a liar, even though they say I'm shady and pretty straight up player. If I don't like someone, it's pretty well known within the house. Like mm-hmm. I'm the guy that cusses people out. It's not, it's no shock when I do something that I show, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. Not a shady person, pretty honest, even though they portray in a certain way. But when it comes to, like, Marie, I know that it was hypocritical to be like, Marie is a petty person. She uses someone and throws them away. Let me just explain that real quick. If you, we get into the fight, if the very beginning of the fight, we are playing the cards and we have to tell Marie, like, mm-hmm. listen, there's no one else. It's got, it's got to be you. And I was one for that. I was like, we have to tell her, like, I cannot spend this night without her knowing that because she was seen so oblivious to it. And then, um, and then that night we're at the bar and she kept getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And, uh, I said to her, I said, like, she goes, I'm going to choose you. And this is on the episode. And I said, well, if you choose me, I'll still be your friend. Well, after that happened, she went out of her way to make sure that we weren't friends and that she didn't consider me a friend. I'm not that made the episode and then I made the show mm-hmm. you only saw the other parts with Sylvia et cetera, et cetera. and so that's why I said like I see the type of person Maria is she uses you and then she gets rid of you when she can't and that's I meant our friendship like I didn't mean like on the game show I meant like she is saying she's not my friend anymore because you know the game show made me vote a certain way but I still want to be friends with her mm-hmm. um, but that I don't did that explain that at all or yeah no? i think you did a really good job explaining that i just don't think i i think the the fact when you use the friends versus allies i think is a very different thing for people to realize when they're watching the show and i think if you're a savvy yeah. viewer of the show first of all you don't usually go on twitter and and go to town on people but you kind of know <laughs> you know again Twitter is there for the people who use Twitter. Uh, and then some of us yeah. just look at Twitter and don't. There's a specific group of Exactly. Humans. As there always is. But I think people have the hard job separating the fact that they're a friend outside the game, which means they have to be, a, they have to be an alliance member inside the game, but that might not necessarily help you. So I think you did a good, 
Good job explaining that. Okay. I think some people okay, were... Enough about that then. Yeah. Now, <laughs> the question that I have is, if she was paired with anybody other than Kara, mm-hmm. would that have gone yes, any differently? Yes, it would have a different fucking outcome. There we go. Yes. <laughs> that was Kara. Kara the whole time. And that's... Yeah, you're exactly right. It had nothing to do with Henry. <laughs> So let's say that one of the other lavender ladies was paired with some like bananas. Let's say Sylvia was paired with bananas. Would she then be a target? You, it would have been the same. Would it, yeah, that situation did happen? It was Amanda and Zach, right? And right. it would have been the same thing. Okay. We actually, we actually thought Amanda and Zach were going to win, but that's the saddest part of the whole situation. Amanda really needs that million dollars. She deserved it, mm-hmm. and so did Zach. Zach's not, you know, like. I don't have to villainize someone just because they're not 100% who I think that they should be as a human being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Zach's a good person. He deserves money. Um, but what happened was, was Johnny spent every, so for the first time ever, we weren't traveling in, in two vans, or we weren't traveling in one van, we are traveling in two vans. And so Johnny and the boys would get in one van, and whoever was kissing their ass that day would get in their van, and then mm. me and the girls would get in the <laughs> other van. And so we would just have a blast the whole way to the challenge. And the boys would sit back there and they would badmouth Amanda mm-hmm. over and over and over and over and over again. And instead of being a man and, and Zach being like, you know what, that's my partner. You guys need to stop. He's so desperate for acceptance from men. And I don't know what that stems from. So maybe at some point in his life that there was some sort of important familial connection that he was supposed to receive that he didn't get. But he, he strives for um he does things that only men would like like fart jokes and stuff like that so he strives so hard for validation from men and so these guys are talking bad about his partner instead of being a man and being like you know what? that's my partner i need her to make a million dollars he listens to them he let them erode her confidence in her and so you see his feelings about her slowly transition from acceptance into dislike and disdain and to the point where he wants to sabotage her so that his bros have a better chance than him and that's mm-hmm. what happened. He got fucking played, mm-hmm. played so hard it sat by Johnny because Johnny was the one who did it. And we never did that to Amanda. We were like, mm-hmm. listen, Amanda, we know he's a jerk, but you're going to win. You guys are going to win. Whenever we saw him, we'd be like, listen, we're here. We're trying to help you. We're trying to help you win. But it just wasn't strong enough. Like his dislike for women and for us in particular was so strong and ultimately stronger than his need for a million dollars. And that's what would have happened if any of us were paired with somebody else similar to that, like bananas. Um, in fact, the group of the LLs get along with everyone on this show except for bananas, really, and sometimes Zach. So I wanted to ask, what was going through everyone's head when they had that standoff and they walked down into... Uh, it was... lasted a lot longer than people saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it's very frustrating for me. It's extremely, like, it honestly makes me really upset when I talk about it because people are so oblivious to the way that women are treated that they don't even consider the fact that Zach had a power struggle with her and try to teach her le- the, the implication behind telling someone, I'm going to teach you a lesson that I'm better than you, that you're less than me. Why does he feel that way? Well, when you look at the history of Zach's decisions and what actually was said earlier on the show, it's because she's a woman. And it's a reflection of what's in our society at times right now. We're struggling. We're wondering why the fuck somebody like Trump is president? Why the fuck somebody like Kavanaugh is elected to the Supreme Court? And I can tell you why. It's because we have a populace that is not educated on the way that we discriminate important 
equal human beings in our society, and those people are women, and those people are minorities, and those people are sexual minorities as well. And so when I watched with the conversation about how Zach walked off, and this is what he did. It wasn't a mutual decision. Oh, I'm going to protect my friend. I'm going to protect my friend. That was one decision. The second decision was to throw them in. And that's the decision that was Zach and Zach's alone. He left the negotiating table. Amanda looked at him and hoped to negotiate. If you watch the body language there, they could have flipped a coin. They could have talked. They could have discussed. What did he do? He didn't look in her eye and he walked off. He left. That was his decision. And people need to hold him responsible for that and why he did it. And he's getting a free pass about it, just like Trump and Kavanaugh are getting a free pass on this behavior that's fucking unacceptable. And it's because we devalue women and we do not see them as equal. And it's weird for people to actually consider that. Sorry, rant over. No, no, that was real good. I mean, Justin had had said when we recorded that episode that the coin flip is kind of the right way out of that. You can just say, hey, we're going to flip a coin. And this way, it's not any of us. We just leave it to luck. My thought was... What what Zach could do is, you know, if I'm playing this game and I'm playing smart, I go, listen, man, it's you versus me at this point. Nothing against you, Tony, but I really want a million dollars. I hope that you can understand I'm yeah. only doing this to save my ass. Like, I don't see in any set of circumstance why I would basically say, hey, man, I'm not going to say your name. I have a chance to lose a potentially a half a million dollars mm-hmm. or potentially a million dollars because we all know Zach would have probably taken the money from her. But... Um, <laughs> now that well, we let kinda... me tell you the conversation. So you saw part of it when Nelson said to Zach, like, we're choosing Johnny and Tony. Zach knew who the Lavender ladies were choosing. He also knew why, because he came to me after that. He came to me and asked me to choose Car Maria and Marie. And I was like, absolutely not, because he knew that I'd be the swing vote when it came to that. And I was like, fuck no, there's no way we're choosing them. It's going to be Johnny Bananas and Tony. And I said, look, Zach, I know that you're that they are your boys. We're doing this to help you. We're going to take these guys out and you get to keep your friendship with them. Your hands are clean because there's nothing you could have done. And uh, that's what he did. So the reality was that he did not want to win a million dollars. He wanted to fucking teach the alcohol lesson and finish us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I- the boyfriend's getting in the car, by the way. Hello, boyfriend. Hello. Hello. Thanks for joining us. So let's let's go back to the very, very early days on Road Rules. Um, and that process kind of came about. What Looking back at Road Rules now versus kind of what, you know, the challenge now, how big of a difference is what you did with road rules versus what the challenge is now in terms of shooting, filming, how they interview you, how everything's put together. Well, the, I mean, components, there are a million components that are similar, but the things that are mostly different are, um, we have a lot less fun (laughs) and the filming is a lot longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's very drawn out. And, um, that's, that's that when, I was in my original shows. We had cell phones. We had video games. We had books. We just had fun. Uh, Probably was a bad show. Who knows? Then there was a point where they took all that away. And uh, now we're at the place where we're entitled to none of that. It's very prison-like, the environment, super uber controlled. I mean, I used to, on our nights out when we'd go filming, I used to walk to the gay club and then get a cab home back to the 
house. And that's something that they would that they were open to at the time. Oh, absolutely! No one. You just had to be home in the morning for filming. Oh, wow. that was it. Wow. Yeah. Now you can't do anything. You can't even leave the like roped off area. That's what I was going to ask. Because it seems like there's nobody ever around you guys, and I know they're not picking like empty clubs. Are they saying you can't interact with anybody who's not on the show now? Oh, you absolutely. You cannot interact with anyone who's not on the show. But most times they do, the clubs are empty for us. So oh, wow. uh, if they're not empty, we're roped off into an area. Like there's sometimes, like usually the very first club night, we go to an actual club. That we have a, we're looking, we go to um, a real club night just so we can have fun. Yeah. And then after that, it becomes m- much, much, you know, because it's part of the show. They want to yeah. film yeah. it. So yeah, that's that. Okay. So. Knowing we had you on, we reached out to some people from from the olden days <laughs> who had questions. Okay, well. So our our friend Tori, who was our first interview here, wanted to know what is your favorite memory of her and you on the RV. Uh, this is a good question. I I actually here's the deal. I Tori, I enjoyed Tori on the show. And then Tori went on to do the challenges. And that was my last show. I was burnt up. Bino and Murray had, like, used me and abused mm-hmm. me at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then Tori and I both worked for the same company in Chicago. And I really was hurt oh, wow. that she never talked to me as a manager because hmm. we, I managed Abercrombie. She managed a store called Gilly, Gilly Hicks. We oh, wow. worked across from each other for a really long time. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad and I are talking and friends, I guess, friendly on Twitter. <laughs> she did a video for me when I had the MTV thing, so I appreciate yeah. that. Um, but that always didn't sit well with me, so I guess I would like to not answer that question, Tori. <laughs> uh, probably should just text. Probably should just text her and not put it on a podcast. Uh, but I thought Tori was the out of the people that were chosen to be on the show. Tori was the most like an original cast member. She she obviously should have been casted for the show. Like and so, I think she was interesting. She was strong. She's beautiful. Um, she was cool. Like she was unabashedly herself. So yeah. Is there any one thing that you can think of on the RV that you're like, oh, this this I I there's no no point where I could drink myself into not forgetting this specific <laughs> moment. <laughs> Uh, I mean, my original show, because that show is seared into my soul, yeah. or just the, the the last road rules. I hated the last road rules so much. It was, uh, there was a ton of pressure on the original cast members from production, like they weren't performing enough, and it was just like, so that was pretty miserable. Um, it actually wasn't challenge stuff, it was just like the way they treated us was so mm-hmm. bad. Um. But yeah, so like worst like worst memory like challenge wise, uh, the cookies and milk I can never forget because I don't drink milk like that, so it was pretty <laughs> disgusting. And then it was humiliating to lose in a competition over cookies and milk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that that, but, that, uh, that would be really hard to sit. Yeah, every year when Santa comes, you're just like, oh Santa, cookies and milk. God damn it, I hate Santa. I remember I I had no idea that I had vertigo or fear of heights until oh. I did my first road rules. And the very first challenge we did was this tightrope walk across the building. And uh, <clears throat> what I uh, 
what happened was I broke out in hives that lasted for like a week because of the adrenaline that was pumping through my veins. And that's something that I'll always remember. Like, holy cow, this is a holy cow. (laughs) Because I had no idea what was happening. It was like the the first time you have sex. Like you're almost floating out of your body while it's happening to you. Because because everything is Because it takes like one second. You don't really know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, because you're like, what's happening? What's happening? Oh my God, that was amazing. What happened? It's over? We done? Second of my life. <laughs> yep, it's so amazing for men. No. <laughs> no. Uh, we had another question from Miss Kendall, who was on your original season. Oh. And yeah. she she wanted to know if you remember the nickname Jarrell gave you on the bus. Eat shit shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's good. That's would good. you would you care to explain that? <laughs> I, so I have a really good digestive system. Um, so the second I eat, I go to the bathroom. Like mm-hmm. it happens very quick. Don't feel bad. That I it same thing happens to it's me. A, it's like I don't understand people who don't work differently. Like it's it's something goes in, something's got to come out. Um, <laughs> and that that actually got coined because the, we had a mission where we had to eat the freshman 15 so they weighed us so they took us to this huge fancy banquet we ate as much as we could and then they weighed us and then we had to fill up at least 15 more pounds in our body oh my gosh uh, as a group and because i <laughs> yeah literally at the banquet i stood up and i had to go to the bathroom so i went to the bathroom so i had it was easiest for me to gain the most weight and i did and that's kind of where it all stems from Jesus. yeah that's a that's a pretty solid name well i'm <laughs> yeah. i'm she yeah. kind of she she said what it was when we when we asked her and um, but yeah uh, it was it was You're very surprised I knew it uh, no it was <laughs> it was very funny because I hadn't heard of it I didn't yeah. hear it before and of course I was watching back in the day I always thought that yeah the Road Rules was the superior show that was the one I enjoyed more me too as a kid yeah me too yeah I mean, yeah. I, mean I was I was in middle school and high school I graduated high school in two thousand two. So like that time was like uh, that's all I was watching, and then I got to college and was like, oh, was I guess I'm season. watching Real World. That's when I aired. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I I remember your season very very well. Yeah. Um, and, and so what what do you think at this point? Because we we've heard, even though it, it's kind of been unofficially confirmed that they will try to start doing Real World again. What do you think it would take <sighs> to get Road Rules back on the air? Or why is it not the, a thing now? The, pro- the reason why it's off the air is the challenge cannibalized the show. Yeah. I mean, the challenge is road rules, but it's real world. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, um, and then originally, it's so interesting that it happened that way because the challenge originally was real worlders doing road rules. Uh, but it somehow became the opposite. Uh, I think that they could easily do it. The reason why Road Rules worked so well is that it was a story about friendship. I mean, every season, that was the story. Was It was a love story. It was a story of friendship. And um, uh, I think that if they focus on that aspect of it, they'll be able to really get a good thing. I don't think they need to do missions. I think that it should be a road trip of discovery or something like that. Maybe, I don't know, they figure out what the mission could be. It doesn't have to be challenge-related. But yeah. hopefully it does happen because, I mean, piece of my history is there is there like a season format of the challenge that you would like to see done that hasn't really been done again yeah or I yeah love, i think battle 
Battle of the Sexes. I mean, I would love the duel. I would love mm-hmm. Battle of the Sexes. I, I hate that they actually strayed away from the original things that they were flipping through because um, it's kind of like a game board that you pull out and you reuse, but you yeah. change the pieces and all mm-hmm. the rules, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I just loved Battle of the Sexes. I thought it was great. So I would love that. Um, I don't necessarily want Inferno. But I would like to see the duel. I would like to do the island. And I think uh, Gauntlet would be fun. I heard the island was brutal to film. I heard it was brutal, too, but I get off on that. Like, I, that's <laughs> why I giggle when people scream at me. Because it, it literally is pleasurable. Like, <laughs> like I'm not lying. So. <laughs> what did you all... What did, what, what, what did all of you... Uh, original members think when fresh meat came in was there any like animosity when the new when the new kids on the block were coming in there oh, and, like get off my I turf type thing fre- like the actual challenge fresh meat yeah I was on yeah. yeah yeah i didn't understand it at the time i didn't like <laughs> they casted my ex-boyfriend as one of the fresh seriously meat. Like, oh, I totally, wow. like wow. yeah ryan ryan was my ex like oh. we were dating and then he told me they got he got casted for the show oh, God. because um, <laughs> he was afraid to tell me and oh, so they man. had been calling me to do the challenge and I hadn't told them that they had been calling me. And then he told me and said he was casted on the next challenge. And so I called them back and I was like, yeah, I'm fucking going on and I'm t- taking them out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, none of that sounds exactly like what I think you would do. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. <laughs> but, I, but at that time I was so petty. I wouldn't even say it on air. And yeah. you were allowed to not talk about it. So like, it actually never made the story of the show that much, mm-hmm. but that was a reality. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> I was curious with Fresh yeah. Meat, did you know a couple of the people? Like, so obviously Kenny and Evan became fixtures moving forward, and a couple others. Did you yeah. guys kind of know while it was being filmed, like, all right, we're going to be seeing some of these guys a lot throughout the years you know, moving I, forward? I didn't like, you know, like, I was kind of a regular, but I wasn't like their number one or, you know, in their top list. Uh, I did not understand the challenge like I did today. Like, I was lost in my own world. I was actually dating a soccer player, an MLS player who was in the closet. And um, so the challenge for me was really difficult because I needed the money. Uh, I was supporting myself through college. And uh, I was dating this pro athlete who wasn't out. And so anytime I was on television, it was in danger of outing him. Oh, yeah. And so... For me, there was a tremendous amount of shame involved in the show because I was so young and I didn't understand that. I just didn't understand what I, I didn't appreciate what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So I needed to do it for the money. I wasn't enjoying it. And so I wasn't really thinking about like, oh, these people are a future. This is a new game show. Just like, I'm going to show up, film and go home and then I'm going to try and live my life. So yeah, I was kind of dumb. (laughs) <laughs> that makes a lot of sense though why you ended up taking your hiatus for a while that makes a lot of sense with all that yeah, going on well yeah sure. I, that, that, and that's exactly why was, I didn't really get it and I didn't have a lot of good feelings about the show because I wasn't proud of it because it was bringing unnecessary drama into my life this guy was also a gaslighter and a complete asshole (laughs) (laughs) the show show is just the tool that he used to break my spirit and soul right yeah yeah you you mentioned the gap that you had between filming seasons which which brings up uh which brings up our point for our for our listeners who listen all the time we, we they know that 
usually each week my mom, Mom LaFranc, has her take of the week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Mom LaFranc. So I have asked her to ask a question of the week for Mom LaFranc. So I'm, I'm going to play it now, and th- then, they, then okay. you can uh, go ahead and answer. So here's Mom LaFranc's question <laughs> of the week. I'm ready. I'm ready. Hi, it's Mom She's mad at me, isn't she? I think she doesn't like me right now. <laughs> you think Mama Frank is, is, is not a fan of Shane? Yeah, I've, I'm pretty sure the last time I listened, she didn't have, she wasn't happy with my decision. That's amazing. That's so funny. I got her turned on to this show, and I remember one of the seasons where you came back, and I had to like explain the backstory of you to her, and she's like, okay, I'll just make up my own thoughts as I watch... Um, but but yeah, I, I she 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 texted me last night after the episode aired and I was still working. She goes, Oh my god, this episode was incredible and I was like, I haven't watched it. Don't tell yes. me anything. Don't tell me anything. So uh but she she did have a question. I don't know if she's yeah, anti Shane or pro Shane or just neutral. She's very much <laughs> as the feeling strikes her. So right. Yeah, okay, let's we'll, we'll go ahead and play this here. Here it is. Hi, it's Mama Frank, and I have a question for Shane. I know you were on the show for quite a few years and then gone for a few years. What made you come back? And did NTV get in touch with you? You get in touch with them? I kind of wondered how the process was of uh, you coming back on the show. You can explain. Thank you. Bye. I love Mama. (laughs) All right. So what happened was I, I... I in my head was done with the show. It had caused the breakup between me and the soccer player that was recording at home. And um, it wasn't like, it wasn't something my family was really celebrating. So uh, it was just like, for me, it was a source of tension, like I said, and I wanted to kind of start living a life. Uh, so I did. I met someone and we got into a marriage and we lived a relationship. Now they did call me and I filmed the very last season of Road Rolls. Uh, that season, like I said before, it was a really hard season for the original cast members, which were the road rollers they brought back because they were putting a lot of the viewership blame on us. They were just blaming us for a lot of stuff that really we had nothing to do with. So we were going to explain that a lot. It was just a really bad shooting schedule. Uh, and so I, at the end of the show, I got into a fight with production and we kind of like washed our hands of each other. And, was like, just, you know, like, I'm done. And they were kind of done with me, too, because I was a little bit of a brat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then I had my relationship. I was married to my husband, and he essentially ghosted me. I was, it was his birthday. I didn't pick up on the fact that there was trouble in our relationship. And uh, for his birthday, of course, he was having me pay for a Phoenix tattoo, which the irony is not lost on me. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, the Phoenix reborn from yeah. the fire. Uh, of course, he had me pay for it because that's the type of person he was. Uh, and so it was his birthday. I sent him a text, like, what do you want for dinner? I want tacos, baby. And then the next day, he was gone. He was moved out of my house. So wow. that was the end of my marriage. Needless to say... I was devastated, and the next, I had called my best friends, of which Rachel Robinson from mm. my original season is one of them. And I had just one called of the OGs her, and of she the show, like, yes. So she calls, we were talking, and she was like, you're not going to believe this, Shane. This is literally like a day or two after like, I was left alone in this house, so I had dealt with someone. Um, emotionally dealt, not physically. So then, uh, <laughs> I was just like, and she was like, listen, 
I know that this sounds crazy, but Lisa just called me. Lisa is one of the really big higher-ups in the show, who is someone who was on our original show. And so she asked me if I'd be willing to do a challenge because apparently they're looking for older cast members to come back. You should call them. So I reached out on Facebook to Lisa and I said, hey, like, I just went through a divorce. I like, desperately need to get out of my town. And uh, I heard you're casting older cast members. Rachel said she wasn't interested, but I really wanted the chance. And I interviewed just like I did in my original season right after that with executive producers. And then I got casted on Invasion. And that's how I came back. Wow. Um, so on, on Invasion, it was they, they, they obviously didn't expect me to have such a big role that I did end up having. They, they didn't, but anybody who knows the show back then, I mean, I was <laughs> thrilled to see you and I go, oh, the game has changed now. Shane's back. Expect the unexpected yeah. because shit's about yeah. to get stirred and it's going to be great. That's a big brother slogan. You can't say that. Thank you. Yeah, well, it, it, didn't, also, it didn't also help that I was fucking insane. When there's nothing <laughs> like, I mean, it did not help that I was like literally – an insane person because I wasn't emotionally handling what I was going through very well. Right. So I was my normal craziness plus some, and uh, <laughs> they were happy. Apparently that was what the show needed. So yeah, it, there it, we go. It, it worked out very well. And I think most people who yeah. watch the shows or watch real world back in the day, you know, the, the old school challenge viewers cool. from original, like, I mean, I think I started watching originally. We're, we're, we get happy when we see, like you return and other people who come back. Do you do you think other people now, I mean, I think one of the reasons you're starting to get, like Brad came back and other people come back, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, Derek came back, is the money now is on just a much different level. Do you think? Yeah, do you think, <laughs> so much better. Yeah. <laughs> instead, of, instead of getting a Saturn, you can win a million dollars. So, you know, um, do you think that's something that, that they're interested in in terms of MTV or do you think people are just like, no, no, they're not interested in that. MTV is not interested in bringing old cast members back. So it is a pipe dream. Uh, I think that the old cast members you see back are the ones that you'll get to see. So anybody who would have, that MTV would have wanted back, you think has already been the phone calls been made and they're, they're there. Yeah, so there's two there's two steps to casting. The first step is Beanham and Murray, and Beanham and Murray would love to have old cast members back. Right. Now, Beanham and Murray is a production company that shoots the show, and they sell the show to MTV. Um, MTV also has a casting list, and so the two of them fight it out. Mm. And I don't think MTV views the older cast members as their new demographic. So mm. right. Beanham and Murray definitely wants them. MTV does not. Okay. Um okay. Something, this might be something that you would agree with with Johnny. This might be the first time you ever agreed with Johnny. Um, He was on another podcast. He was on Bill Simmons' podcast, and he he said that he feels that them pulling from shows like Are You the One and X is on the Beach has been the reason the show is not what the show used to be. Do you kind of agree with that stance? No, because the shows, okay, first of all, I can agree with Johnny on, on more than one thing, but this is actually, he is such a bitter old man when it comes to new talent and new faces. Um, he hates that he, people disrespect him. And so he uses like 
that he he rile he knows what the fan the like the super fans want, right? And that's the like bitch about the show. And so, what better way to get those people behind you than bitch about the show with them <laughs> and blame yeah. the new kids? The show is the show. Like the show, like well, what does he want? What does he want the old show to be? Because I remember years of him putting plungers on people's beds. You know, like <laughs> that wasn't the yeah. show that I fucking yeah. started yeah. on. That was, you know, yeah, that's true. We had a lot more viewers. I think he was talking about like from the competitor standpoint that people came on, they were ready to compete. Com- as, yeah, and they were strong. And then not be drama. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's the reason we have seventy episodes this year. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, that's that's the old man I'm talking because the the generation that exists today lives for drama. Like that's yeah. just that is all of us. Um, so they could cast they could cast people that age who've never been on TV and they would be just as dramatic. Like mm. that's the reality. Yeah. Like, it's a new world. We're old men. Like that's that. So he's right. just showing his age. All right. So I, I, yeah, I, I do need to ask you, have you heard Jose's single yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everyone should check it out. I think yes. it's called, um, Tony Romanas or something. Or, yeah. Uh, I actually Tony, like Tony I, Montana. I, yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I think that you guys analyzed it in like the horns or something. Well, there was there was a lot of horn action going. We on actually in that song. cut it. We listened. We like played a bunch of it on the episode, and then we're like, let's not. I let. Do I that. heard of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's no, just a bit just, much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you said it. Just what you were like trying to be nice about it. I don't. Know. Okay. <laughs> I, I yeah. listen to everyone's podcast, so they yeah. kind of get mixed together sometimes. Well, yeah. that's us. We're always trying to be nice. Um, yeah, I actually don't need to villainize Jose. I really like Jose. Like, I, thank you. I, I do too. I, I don't think he's. A, I think he's like good TV. Everyone plays an important yes. role, and just yeah. because someone is not playing on my side doesn't mean they're a bad person. You know, that's actually exactly what I said. I, I said I think after that big episode, which by the way it was probably my favorite moment of the season when he, when he threw that challenge, and you're just like, I didn't understand the rules. That's the type of shame I wish everyone. Could see. It, was, uh, it was amazing. I watched that episode amazing. like six times. I'm like, yeah. there's how how does it, how does this show get any better than this it moment? Was so good right now. But, oh, I didn't understand the rules. I didn't understand the rules. I'm like, oh, this is what I love having him on the show because of this. Exact amazing. moment right here. Yeah, I'm Patty. But as you guys were like, as he was yelling at you and you guys were screaming at each other, I think I said, I'm like, even though they're disagreeing, I got a feeling Shane like <laughs> enjoys having Jose on the show because he, he just like understand and kind of respect the fact that he is good TV. Like it, it's fun. I think that you you can kind of just put you, yeah. you know the spots to poke him a little bit that just will rile him up and and have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm bored today. Let me poke, let me poke Jose a bit and see yeah. what happens. <laughs> That's that. Like, if you if you look at human behavior, and this is why I really love the like the Roman and the Greek gods, is because they made gods out of aspects of characters or character flaws, whatever you want to call them, of human beings. And so it was really easy to signify, like for instance, a Dionysian. You know, the, like we're surrounded by people who worship Dionysus every weekend. You know, like they're very obvious. They're blackout drunk. They're wandering around. You know, like. I'm very Machiavellian, but not that he's a Greek god, but I'm very trickster. Like, I I enjoy poking people and getting them upset. Like, their pain gives me pleasure. When a baby cries on an airplane, they, I laugh hysterically because everyone's so irritated around me. And I just, like, you know the German word schnefferfraud or however you say it? Like, 
that is who I am. If you're having a bad day, like, I feel better. <laughs> reality. It, it's absolutely fantastic. I love that. Speaking of Jose and like Davon, Big Brother people, who do you from this season alone? If there were to be another Vendetta season, who do you think your Vendetta would be? If they had to choose one for you, Davon. Mm. Yeah, Davon. Yeah, hands yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. I think. The problem is, is Davon and I are the same uh-huh. alpha mentality. Um, the, and it's just like, you know what? We were like two titans clashing and we kept being that way on Twitter, mm-hmm. on et cetera, et cetera. But I'm, it's like, I don't, I'm not a low blow person. And I actually like, I, 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 I appreciate human beings. Like that's like probably one of my best characteristics is, I accept people for who they are, and this is why I get in fights with the LLs all the time because I, I generally accept people for who they are. I'm gonna <laughs> roast them for it, but it's like I get it, uh, and so um, I accept her for who she is. I get who she is, you know. I don't think that she appreciates who I am. Now, now there's a, there's <laughs> a thing that kind of goes around in in the challenge community, if you will. This whole earn your stripes, you're a rookie, you have to go in, and I yeah. <laughs> oh god. And I think people, yeah. I think she took exception to that about we've gone in and proved. Well, I mean, we learned what a read is this year. I mean, I didn't know what that was, but now I'm very yeah. well informed and I feel hip and with it. Um, well, those weren't very good reads, just as a heads up. They were not very good. <laughs> I, 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 it's like, well, we've gone in and proved ourselves. And I'm like, well, you've also gone to the elimination house a couple times as well and you keep losing so i don't really know what that's about but you can keep saying that yeah um what's what's your stance with this whole the thought of the whole quote-unquote earn your stripes thing well i i it happens for a reason and it's because the show just like i said the show is social um it's more of a social game than a physical game, regardless of what Johnny might say or not say. He just thinks it's that way. Hmm. The best part about the challenge is you don't get voted off. You, you do compete. You can yes. always get your spot back. So, so it's just the social, the rookies lack the social connections to protect themselves. And that's just, that's just a fact. Now I said to Davon and Jose several times, I'm like, you're going to go in, just accept it. Once you accept that, like right. you're, it'll, you'll play a better game yes. because you'll be able to make better decisions yes. instead of, instead of trying to find the right alliance. You can, it's like, I, like, that's what I was trying to say. Like, when it's like, uh, was like, you're going to get voted in, but if you make the right connections now, you'll go on further. And so, when they when they decided to side with Johnny and them, it's like siding with Johnny and them. They should have still stayed a free agent and just wasted a vote. And they mm-hmm. never. This wasn't part of the episode, but there was a hundred percent surety that Do- Jose and Devon were going to throw their vote so that the, the Johnny and Bananas would have gone in and they would have had the face in LL. Right. And Jose and Devon would have been safe. Right. But um, they really thought like, oh, if we make a stand now, we'll be last long. And I'm like, no, what you need to do is last today. Just last today. Right. Like that is the biggest rookie mistake. They're making these long term plans. And it's like just last today. And then you make another day and then you make another day, another day, another day. That's what that's I say point. when when we when I watch these seasons, because I've been watching so many times now. When when I watch these, I'm like, do these people even watch the show before they come on to like have no. an understanding <laughs> of don't. what you need to do in order to like 
not get thrown in week after week after week after week. And they're, as, as yeah. you said, they're thinking long term instead of I just need to kind of lay in the cut, lay in the weeds and let everything else go crazy. And then yep. who knows where I'm going to be? Exactly. Because the shit changes by hour in that house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's. It, yeah, but the, what happens is, is they go through that one season, they understand it, they make the relationships, they shoot the reunion show, they do club promotions, they run into cast members, and lo and behold, they're on the second season, and they're no longer the rookies, and they have all of these relationships that we try to explain to them, and it's like, and then they're faced with new rookies, and those rookies are saying the same things that they said, and guess what? You know, at this point, no, fuck you. You've got to go in because I don't want to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the funny thing to me is everybody's just like, uh, oh, they get so upset when they get thrown in. I'm like, have you seen the show? You're going to go in. Like, just deal with it. Like, you think you're going to go through a whole season and not get thrown in? It's so rare for that to even happen. Exactly. The very few people get that to happen. Just in between seasons outside the show, because it's obviously when you're gone for three or four or five weeks at a time, like what do you do on the breaks of the show now that you're back in the mix of things? How, what do you do in the off season of the show? Well, it's kind of fucked up because I, <laughs> the, I mean, I filmed, so I've been in D.C. for a year and I filmed three shows in that year. So I was wow. gone for like nine months. So I had like month breaks between, and this is honestly, I'm happy that this break has been longer because there's the, the being on the show itself mentally fucks you. Mm -hmm. And then living the show while everyone else watches it, it's its own different mind fuck. And I mean, I was just at my mom's house last night and I was like, she's like, Hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm tired, mom. I just like, I've been on tele, I literally have been on television for a year and I'm just like, this is not who I am as a human being and I just want to check out and I want to be done for a little bit. Um, and she's like, yeah, <laughs> I get it. So what am I doing now? I'm literally like bartending and working at a pie shop and I'm like, a, just a piece on a totem pole that mops floors and serves drinks and is a little awesome. bitch. <laughs> and hopefully my mind will get right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I hear you. No, that's great. Yeah. Do you, do you kind of feel like when you come back like this break, like, does it feel you said you're just pieced of a totem pole does that kind of like mentally repair you by not being you know kind of in a crazy work environment yeah well it's just nice to be checked out like the the, the shop that i work at like they don't give a it's like a <laughs> rock star shop where we listen to rock music and they don't give a fuck about some reality show when people come in and they're like <laughs> They're like, oh my god, chain is like cutting my pie. They're like, who the fuck? What was that about? And I was like, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I don't. And they're like, but they knew your name. And I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I was like, I think I was a twin with my same name. I don't really know. Like, so yeah, it is good. So we- it's good because I'm not like I'm really not a shady, shitty person, and so it's so easy to get caught up in people's Twitter opinions of me and mm-hmm. you know all this other stuff it's nice to be like oh this is Shane the good worker fucking mm-hmm. in when everyone sits and works harder than anyone else you know um I, I wanted to know um trivia is next week I love trivia yes. does the Kate does it's the cast one. hate trivia <laughs> no we love it we love it Trivia is like one of our favorite ones to shoot too. Okay, yeah. that's good because TJ is all about trivia. <laughs> He's so good. He's yeah, so- no, we love it. We, we everyone practices trivia, like that's what we do in our free time. Like everyone, 
everyone spends that like because sometimes the trivia is about the show itself that you're filming. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why we keep diaries so we know what day who went home. Oh. Um, what was the challenge called? And and then like if you're an alliance with people, we just quiz each other about it all the time. Like, yeah. what's my favorite color? What did it, what year was I born? All that sort of stuff. So yeah, we like trivia a lot. You should have taught Nelson about how centuries work. <laughs> you saw uh, his quote last night. Dude, I gave up on Nelson a long time ago. Yeah. Like, like it's, I hope they showed on the on the trivia because we get into a huge fight. Oh, God. Uh, because he doesn't know an answer to one of the questions. He 100% should. And so... Nelson has said some very interesting quotes the past couple weeks that you have picked up on very easily. Did you have to walk him through like what those things meant after? (laughs) Or is he just like rambling and he's just like words are spewing out of his mouth? Because I'm I'm loving those moments. No, I I will give Nelson credit. He probably he's hamming it up for the cameras a little bit. Uh, For sure. Was I surprised when he did that? Yes. <laughs> but does, does he know what he's saying? Also, yes. Like he, he knew what he was doing. Nelson, I mean, it's really sad that they're not showing Nelson and I's love story because we really did. Like, I mean, I fell in love with him 100%. Like, he, I, lo- I love him to this day. Like, he could, he could fuck me over a million times and it would not affect me like the, the way that I feel about him. It's just crazy. That's cool. It is really cool to see when at the start, how much you just, dis, you know, disliked each other just to see that organically form in this friendship <laughs> bond. It's really neat. And, and the, yeah. I think we're getting, we've got two of those moments this year. We've got you and him. And I, I like the choice they had like him as an angel this week. They had a nice graphic. <laughs> yeah, that, for was that. Funny. that was pretty good. I like when they do those things. Uh-huh. And then Marie and Cara's friendship, how they've really come together. Um, watching that back. What was, did you kind of see her and Cara like becoming friendly as it went on? Or was that kind of a left field thing for you? Yeah. Guys? Oh yeah. Well, Marie was my best friend on the show. So of course I saw it because they bonded over their mutual dislike of me. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I saw that happening. Uh, yeah, I did. I think that it kind of sucks because Cara, if Cara had given Marie more credit, I think she would have been a stronger player uh, from the very beginning. So yeah, I think you'll see that play out later. So we'll just leave it at that. So uh, uh, the first one I'm going to start with is it was Justin's question. Backstreet Boys are in sync. This is the stuff that's really important to Justin. Yeah. In sync. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree one thousand percent. They're way better. Dancing. I mean, I yeah. like I like them, but they're not as good as the group. I mean, JT is the best individual, yeah. obviously, and JC solid too. But <laughs> as a whole collective group, it's got to be BSB. Shane. No, fuck that. Okay, next question. <laughs> would you rather? Would you rather align with bananas for every challenge you do from here on out, or never speak to Marie again? Oh, I would align. I would could never give up talking to Marie. <laughs> okay, so good. Point. I would align with bananas. All right, cool. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Would you rather have more Big Brother castmates or more Are You the One cast? Big Brother. Oh, interesting. Okay. They're older and they are diff- They're they're casted the same way that right. They are. Yes. Right. Real exactly. world people are casted. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it's a it's a bigger mix of personality. 
Would you ever consider doing a show like Big Brother? Because I think you would do really well on that yeah, show. Yeah, you would. I would love. You'd to be do so Big good Brother. on the live feed. I, would, I, <laughs> I think it. I, I hopefully my reputation wouldn't precede me because right. I feel like that would be a hindrance. But yeah. uh, I would love to do Big Brother. I think. I, I think I would actually do pretty good at it. Honestly, well, well, yeah. agreed. I think you. I think you would very much. Excel in that. You'd take up shop in the bathtub in the head of household room and just have everybody around <laughs> and have discussions about alliances Dude, and explain rules to them. Moment, that bathtub moment was yeah. a thing of beauty. I mean, look at him holding court in a bathtub. He's he's got the whole thing figured out with the new voting process and burning votes left and right. It's and they a beautiful thing. It, it's so disappointing that they did not explain that I actually fucking my plan worked. Mm-hmm. Like right. that was so frustrating to me. Like. A, it was because it showed the girls not understanding the plan, but then we did the plan, and the plan worked out exactly how I wanted it to. Like, that's, it just frustrates me when they don't yeah. show that. But, yeah. You know, because we weren't as 100% as open about the alliance at that time. So we were still in a place of, like, whittling people down. And right. we had – they all of the Lavenders knew that we were choosing Brad and Kyle. And uh, that was the intention, was to catch them off guard and take out one of the biggest competitors. And so, uh, um, so the, the, the girls knew, but they didn't want Brad and Kyle to think that we wanted them to feel like they were a part of the LL. Right. And so it was supposed to look like, Oh my God, Shane and Nelson, they completely went off the handle. If we lost, you know, they could keep their hands clean from the situation. So yeah, I, you know, I love this blind I'm vote thing this year. This blind vote with it, you can't be like, "Oh, I'll just vote the same way everybody else." Did that? Did was that something that was a shared thought in the house, or did people not? Oh, like we that? loved it. Yeah. We loved it. It's, yeah, it was great. Uh, it was like it was a, it's a new component to a game. It was cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. That one one of the ideas that I've always talked about since we're talking about voting structure is, I like the idea that if you were to go into a challenge. And you would get a lim- You would go in as a partner. Two teams go in. Two people on each team, and they compete against each other. And if you lose, you have to partner up with the person on the other team. So your alliances can kind of always be evolving. So you could be with Nelson. Oh, you would cool. both would go in. Nelson would lose, and if you were playing bananas and Tony, and Tony lost, well now you two are together, and the other two are out. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. Oh, well, <laughs> got a lot. Pitch it, pitch it to there them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Burnham and Murray. Steven. We just we live down the road from Burnham and Murray's headquarters. Give me a yeah. shout. I'll I'll produce the fuck out of this next season. All right, calm down. Okay. <laughs> Brooke's got more <laughs> yeah. questions. Go ahead, Brooke. Uh, okay, so if you could run a final with anyone, who would it be? Uh, and they're like my partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Shoot. Uh, probably Joss, honestly. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, because it, I'm smart enough and he's strong enough. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> important mix. Um, is there anyone you're not aligned with that you wish would come to your side? Uh, I mean, I feel like Tony and I will always have issues now because of what happened. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's disappointing. Um. I think that the people who align with me will always just be the people who will, who will align with me. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, there, there's some truth what Johnny says, or if you have too many people in the alliance, like it, you just don't even have an alliance period. Right. Right. And so I, 
I'm happy with the people I have. Like that. Okay. I don't, there's no need to switch it up or anything like that. That's fair. All right. We got a fuck, Mary kill for you. Yes. <laughs> cool. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. Bananas, Zach, or Jose? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't even like talking about them. Uh, I would marry I would marry Jose because it would be a super happy marriage. Okay. Um, I, I would watch that reality show. <laughs> Absolutely. I just I can't yeah. I like I I mean Zach is so beautiful, I'd right. have to choose fuck him and yeah. kill Johnny. For sure. But <laughs> I think Johnny would be better in bed, honestly. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean we all saw it. Oh, hot take. Hot take. Yeah. Yeah, well I well I'm in top, so I don't care about Okay, that. that's that's that makes sense. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, he was just very matter of fact yeah. about that. Don't for, yeah. don't for a minute you think Doesn't I'm not matter. the top. Get out of here with that garbage. There is this is very important to us. We take pizza incredibly oh, seriously yes. on this podcast. Oh, pizza! And there's the a one. there's okay. a long running debate on the podcast. So I need to know your thoughts. Does pineapple belong on pizza? Absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes! 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 Cold take. Yes. Pineapple is so good, and the reason why is this: you have, uh, there's a saltiness that comes with the cheese, and it's offset by the sweetness of the pineapple. And let's not forget the texture and the sometimes the coldness of the pine pineapple and and contrast to the cheesiness and the bread wow. and the warmth of the pizza. It's an unbeatable combination. Fuck Big um, Brother. I need it. you as a, as a guest on Top Chef. Seriously. <laughs> Fuck that was, Big Brother. That was Top Chef and Chopped. Here comes Shane. Well, I'm relying <laughs> on Marie. Tapes. Oh, I got, I got something I got to ask. Yes. I got to ask. Dude, where, where, okay. where, where did you get the, the hair uh, helmet, Shane? Oh, yes, the hair helmet. The hair helmet. All right. First of all, the hair helmet works. I'm seeing nice. even more results awesome. now than when I first started using it. And I'm almost a year deep uh there is it is sold on the website which is i grow but i got mine on groupon so oh. if you look at it on groupon if you look at it it's called i grow um <laughs> if you just look at it it's 300 bucks and then you just mm-hmm. don't buy it then in a day you're going to receive an email from them and that email will say if oh. you buy this helmet within the next 24 hours it's only 200 dollars. that's when you buy it wow. pro tip i i, I was thinking that um I'm gonna be nice. Never mind. Well, I was just gonna what? say Hunter Hunter could use that because he hasn't just given in yet. That he's he, he's, he's always trying to he hide his hairline. Good. He always hides his hairline, right? And just like I just said, man, it's just creepy. Just give it up, dude. Just like accept it, accept it, and just roll with it. But he's just yeah. always has well, to have it covered. I feel, I feel for him because if he like I created so when I started losing my hair, I did a shit ton of research on it, and I was able to regrow it all back. So I have, it's more than just the helmet. There's other things that I do. Um, and uh, if he were just to talk to me and admit that it was something he cared about, I would help him. But mm-hmm. he's so young and it's, it's, it's one thing that people just don't realize that there's so much tied into uh, the, how masculine you are, how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Your hair is such a huge part of that. And you don't realize it until you start losing it. And so like to admit it, to someone that's honestly mm-hmm. too painful yeah. and I yeah, feel like yeah. he's not there yet. So hopefully he will be because you can't grow, regrow it if it's already dead. You have uh, to hit it now. Okay. Right now when you notice mm. it. That's a good point because, I mean, me and Justin did a deep dive on his Instagram. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen him 
not wearing a hat and or a bandana. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we had to scroll. Have you watched like, his original a, Are You the One season? Mm-hmm. He doesn't wear it as much. And yeah. he had a beautiful head of hair. Mm-hmm. There we so go. He, he lost it quickly. And I, I'm, I'm going to give a suggestion as to why. Uh, also, look at his incredible muscle growth, mm-hmm. which oh, yeah. doesn't yeah. match his body size at the same time. Mm-hmm. There's a side effect of using things like that. Yeah. So, that is that is something not gone unnoticed. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that is something that we've been yeah. made aware of. Bananas was asked about, you know, is there any PED use on the challenge? And he goes, "Oh yeah, they're taking it away from people when they come on the show." That's that. What is PED? Performance enhancing drugs. So, anything? oh yeah, all of them, all of them. I'm probably the only person who does that. Wow, so, that's crazy. Yeah. So you're saying everybody is using a little something other than Shane. Alleg- all the, all allegedly. The oh, absolutely. It's like, I mean, maybe not Corey, maybe not Nelson, but I would say 100% everyone else. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I know you probably can't talk about next season. And it, it, can you say that if you've received a phone call or not? I cannot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but... Um, uh, People need to appear. People are curious. It's all over line. It's online right now as yeah. we speak. Yeah. Well, they've left, right? Well, I, mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I what? think they've yeah. left either yesterday <laughs> or today or whatever. But um, how does that? Is that um, with the phone calls? Do you only get a phone call if they want you, or are they just calling to get a read from you? You get like three phone calls. The first is your availability, ah, okay. so they just call and see if you're available. And then they call and say, would you do it? And then they call and say yes or no. Okay. All right. And that's kind of how it works. How, how's the catering situation on the challenge? Is it? Are they providing you good food or is it a struggle? No, it's awful. <laughs> I'm about to pull up to my restaurant, so we're going to have to say goodbye okay. in a second. But, um, yeah, the catering, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Uh, when I get stressed out, I stop eating. So I end up losing a lot of weight on the show. Uh just because I, I just literally can't eat. It's because my body's like, like fuck no, not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, it, typically the catering's bad. Like they they will give us like we have we live in a house, so we have a refrigerator, so they bring us a bunch of food. And everyone's it's kind of fun because everyone like we take turns making food for each other, so it's kind of fun. Like yeah. that's the enjoyable part. Like I make sandwiches now that I never used to make as a in my life because like <laughs> Ashley taught me how to make a hot sammy and stuff like that. Oh, there, so, you nice. there you go. And, right. the, and the very last question, and then we'll let you go. Mm-hmm. It, does the, does the house so, smell terrible? I just have a feeling the house smells God awful after all these people are in it. it well, you get used to it. First okay. of all, the all cleaners right. come through. Oh, I'm actually good. one of the, I like in my personal life, I'm not a clean person, but when I'm on the show, I'm the guy that washes the dishes and cleans and, right. And does that like I just I can't live in that environment. Which I'm bored. I need something to do. Right. So there's a few of us that are cleaners, and that actually has saved me a few votes. Like, <laughs> because <laughs> I am, I'm taking care of. I can't girl guy. Sorry, this guy like literally ran up on me, and I'm trying to plug into a parking spot. So. <laughs> Well, Shane, okay. we appreciate yeah, thank it. You thank so you much, very Shane. much yeah. for joining us. We do appreciate it. We we love you on the show. We love the show. We wish all the best for you. You continue to provide hours of entertainment for us. <laughs> we still think it's the best 
hour of television that we watch each week. Although Justin said last week, maybe 90 Day Fiance <laughs> is getting up there. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I love you guys, and I'm so happy to be on your podcast. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thanks so much, Shane. That was awesome. Thanks yeah, so much enjoy for your, time. your date really night. Enjoy it. the museum. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we will. We'll, hopefully, we'll do this again at another point. Thank you very much, sir. That would be cool. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Shane. Bye. All the best. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.